You lived it, we play it. Still 93.3 KIOA. It's Luke and Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning. Is it? <laughs> it is for me because I have coffee already. Yes, you do. And it's almost gone. This is my third cup of coffee this morning. Holy. So be prepared, everybody. Holy crap. Yeah, let's go. Uh, Jeremy, did you <laughs> hear this? Uh, did you hear this news that there was an earthquake yesterday in Illinois? That's not where they normally have earthquakes. It's really not, no. Granville, Illinois, where I'm trying to give you sort of a point of reference. Okay. It's kind of in like the north central-ish part of Illinois. If you are familiar at all, it's kind of directly south of Rockford. Okay. However, the earthquake was apparently strong enough that they felt it in the Quad Cities. Oh. Which we don't feel earthquakes in Iowa all that often. No. I remember there was one, man, it's been within the last maybe 20 to 25 years, uh-huh. but it's been a while since we had one that we could supposedly feel. Now, I have to say, this was like a, it said it was a 3.6 magnitude, that's which good. is on the minor scale. Yeah. Well, that's a good shake. Yeah. They said that these generally don't do any damage. Um, there's like 100,000 of these a year all around the world. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, 100,000 of these a year, and I have yet to feel one. That you know of. You're right, yes, that I know of. Mm-hmm. But I'm thinking to myself that like an earthquake is the one sort of natural phenomenon that I really want to experience. Why? Why would you want to do that? Because I've never experienced it before. I, like, I've been through tornadoes. I've been through now two derechos, even though I just figured out what those were. Uh-huh. I have, I've never been through a hurricane, but I've been through pretty much nearly all the other weather phenomena. So an earthquake is one that I would like to experience. Don't get me wrong. I'd like to experience one on the like three to four on the Richter scale. I don't want a seven or eight because those are terrifying and I feel awful for people who have been through those. As opposed to the people who have been through tornadoes and derechos? You don't feel awful for those people? I feel awful <laughs> for them, of course, but I've also experienced those before. To what extent? Um, I've been sheltered in a house okay. that, that had a tornado go by. Okay. I have been in a car that has had to outrun a tornado. Okay. And... Have I'm you tra- ever dealt with the aftermath of a large tornado? Not at my house specifically, but in Anywhere, my Anywhere, like in, in a community? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Because you realize I'm from Joplin, Missouri. I understand that. I understand that. I knew <laughs> I'm just were, saying I an knew... entire town destroyed by a tornado. I've been through that, and I don't ever want to do it again. I knew so where you were going. Maybe I want to experience that. Not so great. What I'm saying is, like, I want to experience the like the light ones. You know, the the three point five, the one that just kind of rattles the house, and you go, what "The hell is that?" Oh my gosh. Is that I mean? Is that so wrong to want to experience that? Just to know what it's like? It's just, it just seems like that's something you could do at like Ripley's Believe It or Not. That's, <laughs> that essentially is like riding a carnival ride at that point. Yeah, I suppose. You've probably experienced it. You didn't even know it. I know that I've been through at least two of those. You've been through two earthquakes? Yeah. Wow. Southern Missouri has earthquakes. I think, and when I was saying earlier- That's where there's a fault line down there. When I was saying earlier that Iowa has experienced earthquakes before, yeah. I think it's because they originated in Missouri. Yeah, they have them down there. Them. Oklahoma has some. Yeah. Uh, but we experienced one in Kansas City. I didn't know that's what it was, but we experienced it. I was asleep, and my boyfriend came in the middle of the night, lights on, freaking out, because the entire building shook Wow. that we lived in. 
It's scary. It's not something that you just want to be like, oh, well, that was cool. It's not. It's not cool. Not fun. I just feel like it's everything part of, starts moving and you don't know why. It's not great. It's just all part of life experience, I guess. I just want to. I want to have that as part of life experience. There are so many things that you don't know about <laughs> that you don't need to ever. And now more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Well, we're at that point in the year where when we were younger, all you did was sit and circle the things that you wanted in the Spiegel catalog for Christmas or the Toys R Us catalog. Yep. Things have changed a little bit. Just a bit. (laughs) As kids are making their Christmas lists now, it's not necessarily a list. It is now a PowerPoint presentation. Oh, yeah. It's gotten so professional. Oh, oh, it is insane. There's a girl going uh, viral on TikTok right now because she has put together the ultimate PowerPoint presentation for her mother to show what she would like for Christmas. All right. Go ahead, baby. Okay, so obviously this is my Christmas list. Um, I want Becky Downs from Hibbit. Um, that's seventy dollars. That's one hundred twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I want one of these Stanleys, and you could get them both. Uh, I like both, but but this one would be fine. Um, one would be fine. One customizable because they're nice. customizable. And these gift cards. I wanted a Starbucks, Roblox, it has to be $50. A Visa would however much money on it. In Target. You want a $200 Target gift card? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Is that all? This thing keeps going, and this oh, yeah. PowerPoint presentation is on the the family's big screen TV, and yep. she's doing the full on presentation, pointing at things. There's, I see some Beats headphones that are coming up here at some point. It's all screenshots of Amazon that she has put yeah. in this PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, she wants these hundred and twenty dollars shoes. Yeah, she wants one of those Stanley mugs. She wants two, two of, of them. them. But one will be fine. Yeah. And then she's got pictures of all these different gift cards. Mm-hmm. The first couple, she said it has to be $50. Yeah. Starbucks. She wanted a $50 Starbucks card. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Things are a little different than when we were children. You know, and it, I, I mean, I applaud her gall. Mm-hmm. I almost kind of wish Ben was this way. Yeah. What does Ben do for his Christmas list? It is like pulling teeth to get gift ideas out of him. Really? Because he doesn't want anything. He's like... Oh, I like my games that I have. I like my books that I have. He's reading the books we already own. Yeah. He has umpteen number of games. He doesn't need any. He needs clothes. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to pick that out because he doesn't care. He really doesn't care what he wears. Interesting. Yeah, he's a hard kid to shop for. He is my kid. I can tell you I have had to sit through one of these presentations. It wasn't for Christmas gifts. Yeah. Remember when the Grimace shake was all the rage? <laughs> yes. So my best friend, who I call her kids, my nieces and nephews, Mm -hmm. my niece is 12, and she did an entire PowerPoint presentation slash dance routine (laughs) to convince her mother to take her and her best friend to McDonald's to buy them the Grimace Shake. Wow. It had costume changes. (laughs) It had... Lyrics, they changed, you know how everyone's talking about the Karma song from Taylor Swift because she changed the lyrics to the guy from the Chiefs? Yeah. My niece changed the lyrics to the Grimace Shake. That's funny. So they did the entire song. They changed (sighs) all of the lyrics while 
pictures of Grimace and McDonald's <laughs> and the price of the shake went by. And then when it was all done, she tried to, you know, tell her mother why she had earned the $2.85 shake or whatever. My friend looked at me and she goes, she does this all the time for everything. So I feel so bad for her for Christmas. And I'm hoping maybe if I spend some time with Ben, we can put together a PowerPoint for you. Oh, absolutely not. Come on. You just said you wish he did something like this. I'll help him. Yeah, but I don't want your help. Why? Because he'll be asking for stuff for you. No, it'll just be a puppy. It'll (laughs) it'll just be No. It'll be like the Sarah McLaughlin music. And he'll just be like, We should adopt this puppy. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. I haven't heard this in so long. I love it. I know for a fact that if anyone asked me in the big peanut butter world Mm -hmm. that I could do something much better than what they already do. You think you can improve peanut butter? I think I could improve peanut butter. How? You know when you get to the end of a peanut butter jar and there's always a bunch of it left Mm -hmm. because it gets stuck in every nook and cranny and all of the little crevasses. Like it's just impossible to get it all out. Okay. I suggest that we do something kind of like either like a syringe sort of situation where you could push it all up from the bottom. But I don't know if a, a syringe would work so well. So I'm thinking maybe like a, a twisty thing like the bottom of a deodorant. What? I think if you did that, you could push the peanut butter up to the top each time and you wouldn't leave as much in the bottom of the jar as possible. So because, first of all, first, yeah. first of all, you're not improving peanut butter. You're trying to improve the vessel in which it comes in. That improves peanut butter. Okay. Because you get all of it instead of leaving it. I'm looking at an empty peanut butter jar that I have here at work because I eat peanut butter pretty much every day yeah and there is so much left in here that i can't get to with a spoon or a knife or anything so i'm just i'm stuck and now trying to wash it i'm never going to get all the peanut butter out of it and your your idea is to make it like a deodorant container yeah something where you like twist the bottom and it pushes it up towards the top that is ridiculous why because first of all those always end up with extra deodorant left in them like when you're okay. when when you get to the bottom of it and like you keep twisting the knob, you can see that there's product in there, and you're trying to like push on the bottom of the knob to get it to come out a little bit more. Then you need to quickly put it under your arm. Right. There's always going to be some left in there. In fact, it'd probably leave more than the peanut butter jar does. No, I don't want it. I don't want it to be like the deodorant thing because that has like the weird little um, slots. Little, it's like slots, but there's like a little compartment at the bottom that they fill up that yeah. you can't you can't literally get it all out of there unless it falls out. I want this to be a flat bottom surface that like suctions to the sides and then pushes out. I you have want a, a syringe. I have a measuring cup that is made specifically for like sticky ingredients. Yeah. That is a syringe. Yeah. So you pull it down and you get your half cup or whatever, fill it full of peanut butter, and then when you push it out, it scrapes the sides. And then you get all the peanut butter out or honey or whatever. Why can't we do something like that with a peanut butter jar? Just know that thanks to Jeremy's wonderful idea, your peanut butter is going to be twice as expensive because of all of the cost to make this vessel. I don't think it would be that much more. You're telling you're telling big peanut butter to make a giant syringe. I'm telling them to do better is what I'm telling <laughs> them to do because this is not okay. 
I need peanut butter, and I have peanut butter, but I can't get to it because you, it is stuck in the jar. You can get the rest of what's in that jar. You just need to have patience and time. What? How? What are you? What are you saying? Slowly, like scrape it all out. You can no, get it all out. You literally cannot scrape the little design that's in the bottom. There's <sighs> peanut butter stuck in there for life. It's not going to happen. It needs to be smooth sides. It needs to have some sort of thing that pushes up from the bottom. And I'm not talking about a tube, but the tube peanut butter or the squeeze peanut butter, that's even worse because you can't get it all out. It's not possible. This first world problem is brought to you by (laughs) Skippy. Whatever. Skippy, what you buy when everything else is out. You only buy frozen peanut butter, so I don't even care. You buy frozen peanut butter? What what kind Uh, of insult is that? Uncrustables are filled with frozen peanut butter. Oh my gosh, will you get off the Uncrustables? (laughs) No, leave my peanut butter jar alone. (laughs) Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. It is an all new edition of Luke Tries, where I get coaxed into trying new foods. Yes. For purely Jeremy's amusement. It's so great. It's I, so fun. It makes me wish that I never told you that I was a picky eater and just that I ate everything. I think we would have figured out real quick that you don't. So the genesis of where this all started, we found out that DiGiorno has some kind of a Thanksgiving pizza. Yeah. It's like impossible to get. It goes yeah. on sale for like 90 seconds and then it sells out. And that's no fun. No fun. Plus, it's not local. Exactly. So... A very cool listener uh, hit us up and said, hey, you got to hit up Fong's because they've got Fong's giving going on. Yeah, they do. And, of course, if you know Fong's Pizza, you know how good it is. And then on top of that, we get to do two for one here today, Jeremy. Mm -hmm. And with that, we want to welcome the managing partner from both Truman's and Fong's. It's Chris. Hey, good morning, Chris. Good morning to you as well. Thank you very much for being here today, and uh, thank you for bringing something that smells oh. absolutely delicious. Oh, so <laughs> smells so good. Okay, so describe to us uh, both of these pies that you got from both locations. Okay, so if you if you guys have ever been to Fong's or Truman's, you know there's two separate crusts. One's a little, you know, Fong's crust is a little bit more uh, thin, a little mm-hmm. bit more cracker, mm-hmm. you know, thin crust. Whereas the Truman's crust is a, more of a hand toss thickness. But essentially, the um, Pizza build is essentially the same. Yeah. Basically, basically you have fresh mashed potatoes that are seasoned, a little bit of turkey gravy that's mixed into them, mm-hmm. smoked turkey slices, cornbread stuffing, sweet corn kernels. Um, it's covered with mozzarella and cheddar cheese. We do put a little bit of kosher salt and pepper to season the top of it up, in addition to like a cranberry jalapeno drizzle. So both, both of the pizzas are essentially the same. It's just what crust do you prefer? I'm not going to lie. That actually made my <laughs> mouth water yeah, a little bit. Yeah, my stomach is growling right now. I want to try this now. Okay. You're, are you going to try it with me at least? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll say no. Sure. <laughs> All right. So let's let's serve up. Let's. You want to start with, uh, what do you want to start with, Truman's? Sure. All right. And it also comes with turkey gravy on the side. Yeah. All right, yeah, here we go. Oh, so good. I am shocked that you are eating this, honestly. Mm-mm. I really am. Oh, my gosh. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, my God. Okay, this is the Truman's. Mm-hmm. You, you're just gonna keep eating that. Mm-hmm. You just stop talking altogether. Mm-hmm. You're gonna make me do this and just. I don't want to talk anymore. Stand here and try to. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna take a Ooh, bite now. Eat it already. I'm. Just, I dead air is a thing, and I'm just making sure that we don't have any okay. because you just keep eating. All right. Well, I will say that first bite, I immediately got the potatoes. <laughs> I got the turkey. Got it on my face. The crust okay. is delicious. It's Thanksgiving dinner and a pizza. It really is. I have probably liked this the most out of everything you've ever had me try. Oh, wow. Like, I have no notes. No notes? No notes. That's saying something. All right. I want to try the fongs now. Mm-hmm. They're still so warm and so, like, fresh out of the oven. <laughs> mm. 
I never knew I needed potatoes on a pizza <laughs> in my life. Like, what have I been doing? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that Truman's and Fong's are going to be closed for Thanksgiving. That is correct. So if you're going to want this, maybe just throw in a curveball to your family. Oh. Wednesday, go in and order a couple of these because mm-hmm. I know that they're going to reheat well. Oh, that's a good idea. We also have Take and Bakes at both locations. So Look at that. There. So if you want to come in between now and Thanksgiving you can, and you want to cook it at home, we'll give you a little note card that has all the directions on how to cook it. Stop it. Stop it right now. I can only imagine what's going to happen on Thanksgiving Day when you walk into your wife, the food scientist who has been prepping already for Thanksgiving yep. for a month, and you're like, no, honey, all that food that you made, we don't need that. I brought home a Fong's Thanksgiving pizza. <laughs> That's right. Her head is going to explode. But you know what? But she'll be happy. Exactly. She will yeah. be very happy once she gets a hold of this. This mm, is delicious. Yeah. So uh, again, you can get to the uh, the Thanksgiving pizza at both Fong's and Truman's, little varying styles at each. Mm-hmm. And I, 10 out of 10, no notes. I, I loved it. Absolutely love it. Are we going to share this with everybody else or are we going to pack We're going to take, take what we want and then they can have <laughs> okay. whatever's left. I just wanted to make sure because, I mean, they brought a lot of pizza, but I'm, I'm just saying. saying there's enough there for both of us. Chris, thank you very much for coming Absolutely. in today. My pleasure. Uh, I'm glad that you could uh, bring this to us because this is the very first that I have. Yeah. I am absolutely having again. I feel like we should make Chris an award. I know they should like be a going, trophy. Some, some sort or of I thing. can just come here like once a month and bring stuff from my restaurants. Okay, that works. I mean, too. that's a trophy for us. Say Yay. less. <laughs> we win. We're gonna put Chris on a like Luke tries Hall of Fame. <laughs> there we go. We got a whole wall for you right here, buddy. Lights, camera, vocal cords. It's time for sound effects theater with Luke and Jeremy on ninety three three KIOA. Yeah, we'll see how this goes this week. Oh no. The stories about real crimes <sighs> that really happen, but unfortunately, they're just words on a page. Yeah, not exciting at all. So we bring them home with some real life sound effects. Mm, I don't know if that's what we should say, but yeah, sure. I we do something. I can't wait to find out how raw my throat is going to be after this. I just can't wait to see how terrible my sound effects are going to be, like always. All right, Jeremy, let's have you do your story first. All right. A 57-year-old woman named Sandra Henson just pleaded guilty to larceny, Yoink. trespassing, Doodling. and disturbing the peace. <laughs> After crashing, <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. A wedding. I really thought you were doing the death march there for a second. Uh, the wedding was in September and stealing Yoink. from people. But this wasn't her first rodeo. She's been walking into strangers' wedding receptions for at least six years in at least three states. Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi. And stealing from the bride... Oh. Groom oh. and their guests. Hey, <laughs> she digs <laughs> through purses oh. while guests are distracted uh-huh. during those memorable moments. Oh. And she also snatches <laughs> presents off gift tables and has made off <laughs> with tens of thousands of dollars in cash, Ching. credit cards, Beep-boop. and gifts. <laughs> Jerk. Right? There's surveillance video of her. They've caught her doing this multiple times this is like the second or third time she's been arrested for this she just walks into the reception hall 
grabs a pile of gifts and walks out? It's very sly. She knows that she could be on video, and you can see her just kind of walk up and grab a couple of cards and, like, hide them. <sighs> and then just as she walks out, she just grabs a gift and just keeps on walking. But she's not invited to these weddings, obviously. She of doesn't course. know these people. Man. But she looks like she could be anyone's aunt. <laughs> Like, if she walked into a wedding, you'd be like, oh, you must be related somehow. That's how she gets by the crack security. She looks like everyone's aunt. Exactly. It's okay. true. It is true. All right. Here's my story for this oh, no. week. Okay. The authorities in Tennessee are getting some practice ahead of time for an event in case Santa ho, ho, ho. gets high uh, woo. on meth on Christmas Eve. Oh, no. Okay. There's a small town in northern Tennessee called Tazewell, and oh. they had a Christmas parade. do, 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 do. Last Saturday, it featured Santa's train, which was apparently a motorized lawnmower, pulling carts of children. That's fun, kids. Are they on spring break? Yeah, of course. Uh, But witnesses noticed that Santa's train Uh, was driving erratically, (laughs) and they called the police. The driver, a 40-year-old named Henry Mead, was unsteady on his feet. Oh, oh. I'm going to fall down. (laughs) (laughs) And he failed a field sobriety test. The police found a syringe. Uh, Peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) Meth. Uh, Yuck. (laughs) And several other drugs. Ew. On Henry. He was taken into custody. Uh, And charged with DUI, possession of methamphetamine, and other drug charges. Mm. No children. We're hurt. They're happy children. Cool. Uh, although it was probably a buzzkill to have the parade <laughs> ruined by some meth head. Yeah, you think? The mayor says it's not the town's fault. They didn't hire Henry, and the vendors are all independent contractors. What in the world? So next time you have a Santa train, make sure you know who the driver is. And maybe give him a drug test beforehand? Maybe, maybe a little field sobriety before you get out there on oh. the parade route. Yeah, no. That's terrifying. I... I don't know what to say. We, we need, you know what? They needed somebody that is trustworthy, who knows what they're doing, and can be counted on in any scenario. You know who they needed? They needed our friend, the cooking conductor. That is true. Mornings with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Does it still taste the same way it did when you were a kid? Mmm. Some people say no about some of their favorite items. I thought that this was something that was just in my head, something I had made up in my imagination. It was just because I was older. It wasn't because anything had actually changed. You are not the person I would go to if I had this question. Why? Because you eat weird. I eat plenty of normal things. I'm not saying that what you eat is weird. I'm just saying you eat weird. Okay. You are a weird eater. Okay. So That's why. Has anyone else noticed that, and, I, and I'll kind of lump them both together, Twinkies and cupcakes. Okay. Which I, I have maybe a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. That they don't taste the way they did when we were kids. And when you say cupcakes, you mean like the hostess cupcakes? Yes. That have the chocolate frosting and the white cream stuff in the middle? Yep. Okay. Not yep. just like all cupcakes. Right. The hostess ones. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm talking about like the ones you buy. Like, now I'm not even talking about the boxes. Like, the ones you buy at the gas station 
when you're out and you're getting ready to go on that road trip yeah. and you need to buy road trip food yep. and it always just seems to be what most people land on. You get jerky of some kind, maybe a potato chip, and then there's the sweet, which is always some sort of a hostess cake. Or Little Debbie. Sure. We'll lump those in there. Sure. But specifically the Twinkie and the cupcake. I don't think they taste the same since we were kids. Well, yeah. I, the Twinkie ones specifically because those went away for a while. I mean, they all did, really. I mean, the Hostess brand yeah. went away. But Twinkie was the big one because yeah. there was actually a, a uh, not a GoFundMe, what am I trying to say? A petition mm-hmm. to bring them back. So when they brought all of them back, I think they might have changed up the recipe a little bit. Oh. So that could be why. Because I also feel like they don't put as much of the cream inside of the various oh. delicacies as they used delicacies. to. I mean, you, you need got, more cream, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. You had three chances with those Twinkies, man. They put them in three different spots, and they still don't get enough. Mm. I want to like, I want the yellow cake to just be the the structure that holds the cream together. Wow, you've put a lot of thought into the construction of your snack foods. But I mean, think about it. Is there is there foods out there that you have eaten since you were a kid? But for some reason, you don't feel like they taste the same now as an adult. Um, Mine would probably be on the sweet side as well. Mm-hmm. The little fun size candy bars. Like Hershey's, Mr. Good Bars. Like the ones we get at Halloween? Yeah, or Christmas or whatever. I mean, okay. you can buy them any time of the year. I find that the chocolate now is waxier than it used to be. Waxier It chocolate. used to be you could pop one of those like Hershey little Hershey bars in your mouth and it would melt and it would be really good. Mm-hmm. They don't melt anymore. Interesting. They kind of congeal and then eventually melt, sort of. But it's it feels like it's it's not the same. It this, leaves like a coating in your mouth. This was probably a, just a, a pure accident. This year for Halloween, we got a bunch of you know various varieties of candy, including little mini Kit Kat bars. Mm-hmm. I kid you not, I ate one of those things. They forgot to put the wafer part inside. Mm. It was Kit Kat, but it was just a Kit Kat shaped chocolate bar. That could just be a factory. Yes, malfunction. I get that, but yeah. suffice to say, I was very surprised by no wafer. But like, I'm trying to think of what else. Everlasting Gobstoppers, those are different. They're smaller than they used to be. I never ate those. Oh, you used to get different flavors for each color, and now it's like two colors and you're done. Those, really? Those were my favorite when I was younger. Oh. I, I guess I didn't realize that flavors could change with Gobstoppers over go. the years. See, do you see what I mean when I say he eats weird? What? He just eats weird. You just eat weird. Okay. You, you pay attention to the weird stuff that doesn't need to be paid attention to. <laughs> like the structure of the f- cake for a Twinkie or the flavor of a Gobstopper. It's it the whole point. The it whole point. They don't taste as good. There's not as much cream inside. We've got that. Got Five, it. 515-244-4933. We want to know if there is a food that does not taste as good as it used to taste when you were a kid. It's it's mm. nothing to do with your your tastes changing. No, like say you know, oh, well, I used to like cottage cheese as a kid. Now I don't like how it tastes. Not that. No, we're talking about things that you still enjoy to this day, but you know they tasted better when you were a kid. <gasps> I have another one. Okay, bugles. Isn't that just a round corn chip? They used to be bigger and they actually fit on your fingers. Now they're like collapsed and they don't fit on your fingers anymore. Is it also because you're not the same size you were as a kid? No, they actually, they're not like the full shape anymore. Oh, okay. Just saying, it's different. Sorry for your bugles. Sorry for your loss. 
Sorry for your cupcake cream. And now, more fun with Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. We were talking about foods that don't taste the same now mm-hmm. than they did when we were kids. Yeah. We remember them tasting a lot better. My specific thought was cupcakes and Twinkies. And you brought up a good point, Jeremy. Huh. It was the part where Cupcakes and Twinkies and Hostess as a company went away for, I don't know, like nine months. Yeah. And then when they came back, it was being made by somebody else and everything just kind of tasted different. Mm. They didn't put nearly as much of the tasty cream stuff in the middle of the Twinkies and the cupcakes. Just all feels cheap now. Oh, no. Look, it was a big deal. It feels cheap. They do. He's too bougie to feel cheap. Cupcakes and Twinkies used to be a lot better. <laughs> they did. 515-244-4933. We want to hear about what you think is something that tastes better when you were a kid than it does now. Let's talk to our friend Vic. I'm 51 years old, and I'm going to tell you, everything is tastes so much different than when I was a child. And I mean everything. I'm talking like Burger King, McDonald's. Everything is doesn't taste the same, and I'll tell you, I think I know why. Because they that? used to use beef tallow for cooking and stuff. They don't do that no more. They use stuff like vegetable or corn, corn syrup, which yeah. is really not good for you. And because the food, is, I think it just tastes like garbage now. But it, is, it ain't the same. I'm sorry, it ain't. Yeah, I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah, they've definitely changed things. I mean, the cooking oil definitely made a big difference in how a lot of things taste. And corn syrup, yeah. Yeah. Makes it sweeter. Over on Facebook, uh, Beth Adams says, my favorite ice cream as a child was a chocolate marshmallow. First of all, it's hard to find now, but I found some and brought it to a family event where we were all disappointed. I feel the marshmallow part is not as creamy as it was when I was a kid. Mm. That's the hard part, too, is that stuff that you ate as a kid, and then if you don't eat it for a long time, and then you eat it as an adult, you have such strong memories attached to it yeah. that you can't, there's no way your memory can live up to what you thought it tasted like. Exactly. Uh, also on Facebook, Mary Krause's broccoli. <laughs> I find it interesting. I've seen a couple people say, like, fruits and vegetables. Somebody said tomatoes. Yeah, tomatoes taste different. I know for a fact that they changed bananas. They went in and scientifically changed the way that bananas are grown because they were starting to stop growing. They had to actually physically change the DNA. Wasn't it something, was it the smell or the color that, I think it's like anything, you like it's like a scratch and sniff. Yeah. If you smell something that smells like banana, that is what bananas actually used to smell like, like mm. way back in the day, but they don't smell anything like that now. Yeah. There's the some, taste, everything is yeah, different. Yeah, some weird with a science behind it. Uh, Amy Shaw said, "Molo cups, mm-hmm. something, something with marshmallows just not tasting the same. Well, it's what our callers said, yeah. you know, the different kinds of corn syrup and sugar and all the things they add into it. And then Jenny Reed has one that I have not tried for a really long time, SpaghettiOs. Do SpaghettiOs taste different now? I didn't like those as a kid, so I can't help you. Didn't you didn't like SpaghettiOs? Blech. No. And you call me a sociopath. We used to get the ones that had the meatballs in them. They were just the worst. Those were the best. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. It's Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. Jeremy, I don't like to say that I am very easily motivated by peer pressure, but I am. (laughs) Okay. 
Not at all. Not easily motivated by peer pressure. So yesterday I wanted to take advantage of the nice day and I got my riding mower out and sucked up the leaves that were in my front yard for the second time in about, I don't know, two weeks. Yeah. And got them all bagged up and everything. And the reason I do this is because normally I wouldn't care. I would just leave my leaves on the ground and there is a school of thought that says that that's good for your lawn to just let the leaves lay there. Yeah. It'll, you know, fertilize your yard or whatever. I don't know. Science. But (laughs) you're good at science. Yeah, I'm real good at science. Let me tell you. (laughs) And the reason I do it, though, is because I feel like it's more peer pressure from my neighbors Mm -hmm. because I have. Uh, a guy that lives across the street from me who is, uh, I mean, I would say relatively meticulous with his lawn. And then there's a retired couple that live next door to him who are very meticulous with their lawn, their just their house in general. They are constantly finding things for themselves to do that beautify their house and their outside appearance. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm lazy if I don't go around and suck up all the leaves. Otherwise, I would just leave them everywhere. But also, I feel like I have a reason to be lazy. Because my yard is so much bigger than everybody else's. And I'm not saying that as a flex. I'm saying it because I happen to have, because we live on a like a cul-de-sac. And the way that the land is all laid out is that my yard is like a lot and a half. Okay. And so I have a ton of extra green space. Oof. To the point where... Extra half an acre. Woo! I mean, basically, because the the whole reason why I can't pay for lawn care services to come out and do my yard is because it would be crazy expensive. Mm-hmm. There's just too much to cover. I have like something like twenty to 25,000 square feet wow. of yard. Wow. That's insane. It's a lot. It's a ranch in West Des Moines. Look. My parents live on 300 acres. Just Yeah, I am aware of that. They're not out there calling like the yard, like fertilizer company to come out and do their yard, all 300 acres. That would be unreasonable. No, they do it in a tractor. (sighs) (laughs) Your half acre just sounds exhausting, Luke. Well, I just don't know what to do. I just feel like I'm having to compete with my neighbors to keep everything nice and tidy, but it is more difficult for me because I have more yard to deal with, and it's more expensive, more bags, more gas, more everything just to try. I don't even pick up the leaves in the backyard Mm. because it would be another like two dozen bags Mm -hmm. just to suck up all those leaves. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm getting zero. You're not getting any sympathy from me. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. If you don't want all the land that you have in your massive ranch in West Des Moines, sell it. I wish I could. I would I would most certainly, right? If anyone from West Des Moines is listening, come over. Let's you need, talk. You need half an acre? Yeah. You I'll can build another house. We come can, over. We can build another house. How about I build a house in that half acre? We could live right next door to each other. I'm fine with it. Honestly. That, I would I would sell to you. That backfired. Yeah. I don't I don't <laughs> want that. Back to Luke and Jeremy on 93.3 KIOA. This is going to be a humbling segment for me. <laughs> I love it so be- much. Because I am I am willing to admit when I am wrong 
and when I don't know something. Did that hurt to say out loud? No, what's going to hurt is admitting to what it was I didn't know. Hmm. Okay. So hmm. I saw a friend of mine was posting online about, you know, I was today years old when I learned this. Yeah. And we've talked about this kind of stuff on the show before, but it was what my friend admitted. So I will say there was somebody else who also my didn't friend. know this. Air quotes, my friend. Yes. Admitted this. I did not realize that chickens don't need to be um, intimate intimate with roosters in order to lay eggs. No, no, they don't. <laughs> I thought that that was the circle of life. I thought that's what happened. I thought that chickens no. and roosters either, you know, fell in love, got a little coop together. <laughs> little mommy bird and little baby bird. Or, you know, bird. uh of age, consenting chicken and rooster found a nice roadside motel and found themselves then with the ability to lay eggs. Well, the first thing is the fact that you think that there is any sort of intimacy <laughs> with the rooster and the chicken. That's one thing. Secondly, you know where babies come from, right? I am aware. Do you understand how this works? So, yes, there are eggs, and those eggs that are not fertilized are the ones that we consume. This is the part that is news to me. That's what we consume. Uh-huh. When mommy chicken and daddy rooster get together, that's when we have the little chicken that comes out of the egg. Right. It's the same egg. Right. <laughs> I, I thought... Differently, you realize other animals have eggs. Maybe they just don't lay them. And I'm also lumping humans into this whole animal category. I just thought that the like the gestational period for chickens was significantly faster than humans, and that's why they could lay eggs like every month. You every month, yeah, every month. How many times a month do, say, I get a little angry? Weirdly, it's about once a month. Huh. For roughly a week. Do you think maybe those things have something in common? And the fact that, I don't know, humans also have eggs? (sighs) And this is the part that I learned. (laughs) I'm not laying eggs exactly. Something is happening. God, maybe you'd be in a better mood if you just laid your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine?